Katie or Ellen? All right. Oh. Oh, Paul, you're back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that happened. Uh, like, a bit, a bit, a bit ago. Oh, holy shit. I didn't notice. This whole bit. I didn't notice that. Oh, was the bit gone? Did I come in late? I think the bit might have passed. But, oh, that's good. It's good to have your bat, mate. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. good. Good good to go. Got loads of jokes ready. Great. Well, you know, very grateful to Katie and Ellen, of course, for filling in. And But, yeah, it's pretty pretty cool that you're back. Who? Oh, just, uh, you know, a couple of, couple of folk. You didn't... I actually Wait. went down... I went down the corner at the job exchange and found a couple just milling around on the street and I said, Do you want a podcast? And they were like, Yeah. You didn't you didn't record without me, did you? I didn't I didn't say you could. Oh. No? Oh. Definitely no then. Great. Yeah, definitely no. Great. So, yeah. Um tell you what, mate, how about we just cut recommendations month short by two weeks? Oh yeah, sure, that's fine by me. Yeah. Oh man. Ugh. Classic pull. Oh, the lads. Thank God you're back. Uh don't ever leave again. Hello and welcome to One Good Thing, the podcast that is goblin spelled backwards. I'm Paul Nilbog. I'm one with the vegetable world. <laughs> no, somebody make a movie about how villainous this man is. <laughs> Him and his friends together in a room. Film that. <laughs> that'll, that'll do. Fuck it, that'll do. <laughs> Quote Claudio Fagrasso. <laughs> so, it's been an odd little recommendations uh, fortnight, but never mind that, there's a juicy quivering history hole beckoning. <laughs> oh boy, I can't wait to get in that. <laughs> And the history hole. And this time, we are pissing all over the hospitality of 1990s Troll 2. Yeah. Delicious. And purified. <laughs> this is very exciting stuff. Troll 2 is a legendarily bad film, widely considered one of the worst films ever made, mm. but it's also part of a cycle of trashy Italian cult films of the 1980s that I'm all about. <laughs> that you're always all about. I'm always all about. You know you know it, son. You've seen my shirt and tattoo on my pecs. <laughs> and your peen. <laughs> on the peen! It just says down it, I really love Italian cult cinema of the 1980s. <laughs> That's flaccid. And- <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. There are a lot of negatives and modifiers in there that completely change the meaning of the <laughs> sentence when aroused. Yeah, it becomes very much an opposite. And a treatise on the meaning of life. <laughs> it's very worth checking out, everyone. The film is directed by Claudio Fergasso. Yes. Uh, who is credited as Drake Floyd, which I love. And all hacky Italian directors used to do that shit. It would just be credits. Music by Carlo Maria Codillo. Cinematography by Giancarlo Frando. Directed by John Michael. <laughs> Peter Normalman. They, they, Drake Floyd does sound like a porn name from <laughs> yeah, the 70s. They all fucking do. <laughs> Case in point in a moment, because Fagasso was a screenwriter for the wonderfully terrible Italian director Bruno Mattai, okay. um, who was known also known as Vincent Dawn. These are all porn names. Oh. Vincent Dawn, Pierre LeBlanc, <laughs> Stephen Oblowski, oh, okay. Gilbert Roussel, David Hunt, yeah. William Snyder, Jordan B. Matthews, Jimmy Ma- Mateus, and Michael Cardoso, which is just a different Italian sounding name. Yeah, but Michael's Michael's proper in it. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. 
you'd never hire a Bruno to direct your film. Fagasso and Matai together, they wrote and made the, the Seven Magnificent Gladiators, Hell of the Living Dead, okay. Rites, uh, Rats, Night of Terror, oh, yeah. and his best film, Zombie 3. Cool. No, none of those. <laughs> They're all trashy. Uh, speaking of the zombie franchise, the other excellent trend of Italian cult horror was to fully produce the movie and then just slap a fucking franchise name on it from anywhere. <laughs> okay. Just at the marketing stage. Almost as if it was an ADR track. Yeah. <laughs> so this was produced, obviously, as Goblin, because yeah. it's a movie about goblins. goblins. And then they decided, well, maybe we could capitalize on the 1986 movie Troll, because you know everybody was talking about that. <laughs> so Get out of my fucking way, E.T. Whatever you This movie does not feature any trolls. No. It would have been great if this was E.T. too. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Without the periods, so can't sue us. <laughs> it doesn't stand for anything. It's et. Yeah. It's, it's foreign, isn't it? <laughs> et too. But they didn't understand me on the phone and they put et number two. <laughs> no, it's stylization. It's like cradle to the grave. <laughs> et too. Jet Li is in it. <laughs> it plays troll number three if you look carefully. <laughs> not even number two. <laughs> Not even Trolls, sorry. Goblin number three in Trolls 2. <laughs> Troll 2, excuse me. Yeah, they'd have had to have moved to Lort or Clort. It's in Wales. <laughs> Said it in fucking Wales, mate. It's probably a town called that. <laughs> they'd have to move to Slort. And I think that's I think that's great. So I'm going to read this from Wikipedia because I can't make it funnier than just how it <laughs> is. Okay. Firstly, a little note that the page for Trolls 2 has a note at the top that says for the 2020 animated film, see Trolls World Tour. And to my absolute delight, the page for Trolls World Tour, an actual movie that cost a lot of money, has a note saying not to be confused with Troll 2. For the love of God. I hope it's been confused with Troll 2, Paul. you gotta, you got to hope that a parent who saw it and went, <laughs> I know it wasn't released in 1990, but maybe this is a joke from was... the, the comedy geniuses behind Trolls 2 World Tour. <laughs> the McElroys. <laughs> Why do they want to be on this 1990 movie so bad? Why wouldn't they, Paul? That's what I want to ask. Why wouldn't they? The script began as a way for director Claudio Fragasso's wife, Rossella Drudy, to express her frustration with several of her friends becoming <laughs> vegetarians, which she claims pissed her off. I did read this. <laughs> Europeans. <laughs> the film was produced by Edward Sarlui uh, and okay. Joe D'Amato, an Italian exploitation film director notorious for his stated view that the profitability of films was more important than their entertainment value. And saw no connection between the two. <laughs> I don't want to make people happy. I want them to spend money on my movie. <laughs> he was happy to just trick people into it. Yeah. Very good. One of the children watching that turned out to be David Cameron. <laughs> and he was raised on the inevitability of the crushing of dreams. And Italian exploitation oh, movies. <laughs> he was the Italian exploitation director of um, Prime Ministers, it has to be said. <laughs> has been oh, said. Oh, God. In... In keeping with D'Amato's production philosophy, many components of the film were created for little to no money, such as the costumes that were designed by D'Amato's longtime friend and frequent collaborator, Laura Gemser. And it shows. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it. They were just made out of whatever shit she had, literally within arm's reach. <laughs> yeah. M maybe the performers' faces came from her as well. <laughs> Maybe she did the production design of everybody's facial expressions. Yeah. The cast had very few experienced actors and was primarily assembled from residents of nearby towns who Yay. responded to an open casting call, hoping to win roles as extras and not the leads in the movie. Wonderful guy George Hardy was a dentist with no acting experience who showed up for fun, only to be given one of the film's largest speaking roles. Uh, Don Packard, who plays the store owner, was actually a patient of a nearby mental hospital and was ca cast for and subsequently filmed his role while on a day trip. 
<laughs> he later recalled that he had smoked an enormous amount of marijuana prior to filming and had no idea what was happening around him <clears> and that his disturbed performance was not acting. <laughs> oh, no. But he was one of the best. He was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Eggs. <laughs> the production crew was made up in almost entirely of non-English speaking Italians brought to America by Fragasso. Uh, the only fluent English speaker on the set was Gemser, the uh, aforementioned costume designer. As neither Fergasso nor Trudy, his wife, Trudy, sorry, spoke mm. fluent English, the shooting script was written in the same broken dialect in which they both spoke, and the cast later recalled not being able to understand much of what went on. <laughs> uh, some of the cast member off- members offered to correct their lines to sound more grammatically and syn- synta- syntactically correct. Yep. It's ironic that word would be so hard to pronounce. <laughs> It's English, mate. But they said, no wonder they didn't. They couldn't do it. Yeah. yeah but they said that Fergasso demanded they deliver their vines, lines verbatim. <laughs> and their vines. They were all yeah. vining at the time. <laughs> They're pioneers. <laughs> um, oh, critics, critics reacted to the film as you'd expect from all that. Yeah. Huh? Steve, Steve Blodrowski, which I think might be one of the names for fucking... <laughs> yeah. Hang on. Um, moustache falls <laughs> off to reveal a different, more Italian moustache. <laughs> a larger moustache. Yeah. <laughs> Even bad movies usually stumble into a good moment or two, or at least revel, uh, reveal sorry, a brief glimpse of the good intentions that led the filmmakers down the road to cinematic perfidy. Oh, it's John Wayne! Oh. <laughs> Shit. Troll 2, however, is a disaster from start to finish. Great. Okay, cool. Public Meanwhile, well, it's a cult movie. Yeah. You know, there's been Troll 2 events. Let's just get on with it. Five out of five. Um, Paul, please remember to do Threeman before the episode. Great. <laughs> cool. So, uh, che- I'll be checking in with you later on that. Sweet. Uh, yeah, I just remembered. It, oh, I remembered at the beginning of the episode. I hadn't asked the OG team, so spoiler alert: that won't happen. That won't be a thing. <laughs> I'm still on holiday, everyone. We love you all. Bear with us. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I have left the memory stick with the Threeman database upstairs, so that'll be a little treat for next week's <laughs> prologue. Woo! It's I, it's been a rough month, everyone. I'm gonna be fucking thrilled if there's a member of if there's a Tooman in this cast list. Maybe people have been in Neil Breen movies. It ties in with a lot of what I had to have to say, Paul. <laughs> the film has 2.9 on IMDb, 5% on Rotten Tomatoes, and is famous. It's very famous. Very famous. So, Paul, you goblin's favourite food. Um, What's one thing about Troll 2 that made you need to tighten your belt so as not to feel hunger pains? Oh, Paul, as soon as the granddad smiles, I think of Jared Harris. And, there's, <laughs> and that's, that's a thought that comes to that's me. That's a good call. Uh, many times throughout this movie because yeah. the, gra- the granddad does like a good smile. He loves a good smile, Paul. He loves a Groot-style smile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, well, let's let's find out all about this grandpa. I want to know everything about him. How how does how, what happens here in Troll Two? Well, Grandpa Seth is um, prin- yeah, Princess grandpa Seth. He's, he's Princess Diring. Uh, the intro. Peter Forking, a kid. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> Shit. He's, he's, he's telling this kid, little Joshua, uh, about mm. the, the terrors of, of, gob, of goblins. Peter was a courageous boy. But that dawn, he could feel fear stick to his skin like dew on leaves. The fable of 35-year-old Peter and his encounter with the <laughs> evil, impotent goblins. Is this, is this about me? Um, <laughs> yeah, he, he, goblins are evil is the, the moral of the story. The and, gist, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the crux of it. Uh, it's the rub yeah. and and grandpa says smiles and reminds me of jared harris <laughs> and they'll turn you into goblin food and then you'll get eaten by goblins therefore yeah and that's um that's a bad thing but twist grandpa seth was dead the whole time or he can run really fast <laughs> because they cut to it and he's not there Isn't so maybe it? he's just yeah. hanging out the window <laughs> <laughs> use your jared jared harris strength seth um 
Joshua immediately reveals himself to be a child of the corn because he speaks in a way that makes me want to put him in an oven. And um, <laughs> and 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 his mum, played by uh, PTSD Julie Haggerty. She comes in and talks about how difficult the grandfather's death has been for many people. Grandpa Seth has been gone for more than six months now. You were at the funeral, and I know it was very difficult for you. It was also very difficult for your father and for Holly and for me, his daughter. Including me, his daughter. His daughter? (laughs) I'm your mother's sister. (laughs) We have to keep running. (laughs) Oh, God. But look. Enough of that. Somebody around here is probably doing some sexy 80s exercise. Oh, shit. Watch out for Jason. <laughs> he usually shows up around now. Yeah. The, the, the daughter, yeah, do, uh. is doing her weights, doing uh, in- infinite reps. <laughs> um, we get introduced to uh, little Timmy's dad. Yeah. <laughs> he's, uh, he's, a, he's a hell of a man. Oh, boy. He was wonderful. He reminded me of someone, <laughs> and I was just not able to put my finger on it the whole no, movie. No, it's really hard. Somebody called him... In the documentary I watched about Trolls 2, spoilers, um, somebody called him the um, the oh. rich man's Greg T. Nelson. And I was like, yes, but there's something else. Aaron Eckert. That's who, that's who I was thinking of. Aaron yes. Eckert. Yes. It's an Aaron Eckert, Eckertian quality to him. It, it, it's, it's, <laughs> as you were talking, my, like, it went tunnel vision around his, his eyes. And I had an interesting thought whilst you were talking. Yeah. <laughs> it's when they usually come up. Um, and this one, I was glad, glad I was able to place it. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Eckhart. So yeah, the dad. Yeah, the dad is wonderful. I forget what he does, yeah. but oh no, the, yeah, the mum comes down and he's just sprawled on the fucking sofa with his shirt unburned, and I just yeah. adore it. Everything. He's talking about how great it's going to be to return to a simple life. Yeah, we'll be living like our ancestors did. Yeah, we'll be peasants and farmers, just like people did a century ago. The mum isn't ex- existing on the same plane as him, so they sort of talk <laughs> cross purposes for a while. Yeah. Yeah, and then they go on holidays. Yeah. Well, upstairs, some guy is peeping in on Timmy, but don't worry, it's just a harmless perv hoping to sleep with the with the sister. <laughs> a harmless. He got the wrong window. Useless perv with stupid friends. <laughs> Which is actually foreboding for later. It's getting the wrong room. Only the opposite will happen. But anyway, he looks in on Timmy, freaks him out. Yeah. And then he looks in on the daughter, who also freaks out. Yeah. And neither of the parents respond to both of their children <laughs> screaming. Well, one of them had uh, had previously shown that he still believes his granddad is alive and giving him foreboding about various small people and 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 the daughter i mean oh she's look at those hip bones she's from the 80s you can just leave her to it she does mention at one stage to the boyfriend but my family doesn't like you they say you're good for nothing and they spend way too much time with your friends is it true that your family's going on vacation tomorrow yes i'll come with you okay i'll tell my father that you're coming with us tomorrow as long as you get rid of your friends what it's me or your friends elliot it's me or your friends well, I'll, I'll oh, I don't know. I mean, probably my friends because that's a terrible ultimatum to give. Oh wait, no, I'm I mean the, the friends. I'm the bad guy. You saw okay. the friends, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> you got Billy the Blue Ranger. You got Billy the Blue Ranger, who is like the iconic Billy the Blue Ranger. Yeah. Apart from David Yost, he's the closest to Billy the Blue Ranger you're gonna get. If we ever lose lose David Yost, God, uh, you know, God forbid. <laughs> God forbid. Yeah. Yeah. We'll use that guy. So the, the boyfriend shows up over 90 minutes late, so they just leave. Yeah. He is a good for nothing. Evidently, he preferred his friends to you. That's not true. Yes, it is. You should listen to reason. Elliot is a good for nothing. He's a good for nothing, Paul. So that's also the runtime of this movie, and that's a long time. <laughs> that's a long time. Things get tense in the, in the car. Yeah. They have a David Lynch sequence. They have a David Lynch sequence in which the mother says, Joshua, start singing. Sing now. That song that I like so much. <laughs> Row, row, row your boat. Yes, that title eluded you. (laughs) 
Sing that song, you know, with the rowing and the boat, whatever it is. Mm, can't place it. Highway to hell. <laughs> and they rock out for yeah. several minutes. It's pretty awesome. Fuck up friends have already managed to secure a Winnebago. Which <laughs> yeah. is the worst. They're the A-team. <laughs> the worst people can manifest those at, at will. <laughs> Coding for pure villain. <laughs> so yes, at this boy, the young boy dreams that he turns into a plant and is impelled on a pitchfork. It's really good. <laughs> it, it's quite good. Well, they, they get to the house, not before. They park up at town at the dead of night. And then they get to oh, the yeah. house in broad daylight. Um, <laughs> they've gone They've gone across country. They're in Mexico. <laughs> well, so they probably went over a time zone, mate. Oh, yeah. America's mental. How do you work? How do they work? Just so the creepy opposite family. Because yeah. the idea of this holiday is they're swapping houses with an f- identical but different family on the other side of the world. Yeah. Uh, or state, whatever. <laughs> whatever. And, yeah, they're leaving just as they arrive. And um, Aaron Eckhart, dad, does his best impression of Manos, dad. <laughs> Got the music for it as well. <laughs> Hello. You're late. I'm sorry. We had a small mishap. Here are the keys. I'm paralyzed. Enjoy your stay, Yobon. Enjoy our city, too. Uh, you'll enjoy our city. It has some smog, it's a little noisy, but but our house has all the major conveniences. Yeah, it's got a microwave and video, all the other appliances. Yeah! A refrigerator, a bar. These guys are really weird. They're all stilted and unnatural, not like us. Yeah. Let me... Let me list some appliances as they drive away. <laughs> Microwave. <laughs> well, look, they, yeah, they, they completely ignore the, the lovely, nice family that we, we know to be heroes. And, uh, <laughs> we know and love. Stupid, stupid heroes who, who think that that was normal. And uh, anyway, it's time to go into the house. Farming, brilliant. Olden days. Yeah. Oh, look, that creepy family left treats. Gross looking wrong treats. Yeah. Fluorescent green <laughs> treats. <laughs> Oh, I tell you what, Grandpa Reiner doesn't like it, though. Yeah. So he tells the kid to go and ruin their meal. For the love of God, do that. I'll freeze yeah. time for you. Yeah. You can you can do that? Uh, this time I can. No. Well, I can't freeze time. I can make them all uh, sit very, very still, uh, <laughs> as if they were frozen in time. I continue to blink. <laughs> visibly blink. So, yeah, he spends, 30, he spends his 30 seconds and more staring at everyone, not really yeah. doing anything. Yeah. And he's just thinking, how can I get everybody to stop eating this terrible food? I'll definitely piss on it all. <laughs> I must do it. I must do it. Best moment of the movie. <laughs> well, nearly, because the <laughs> next sequence involves a cer- certain lessons about hospitality, Paul. Yeah. Do you see this writing? Do you know what it means? Hospitality. And you can't piss on hospitality. I won't allow it. Oh, boy. Well, I learned a lot. I learned a lot about humanity <laughs> it's like reading steinbeck <laughs> and um yeah so so ha- having done that we cut to the fuck up friends and billy oh, the blue okay. ranger decides that he needs to get laid in the middle of the woods yeah so um it, it, first thing in the morning as well so he leaves the others mm. um and score he immediately finds a disheveled woman in the woods fuck yeah. the guitar. they are always game <laughs> He heroically tackles her to the ground, but there's mysterious, terrifying monsters. Oh, no. Yeah. Just there, right there in daylight in mid-shot. Oh, yeah. Ah. Ah. Anyway, I know I know nothing or anything about what's happened so far, but I think I can talk him out of this using my bravado. Yeah. No, sweetie, I'm a man. Yeah. So let me Yeah. Let me have a word. Let me have a word with the men, darling. And, <laughs> These uh, short, tiny men. Yeah. And he, and he does in, in, in very much, uh, all right, you. 
Well, you will clear <laughs> off. There's a real man here now. Me, David Yost. Get out of here. And, Blue um, Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> classic Blue Ranger line. Hey, um, don't make me... Don't. I don't want it to be Morphin time. Do you want it to be Morphin time? I don't think so. Get out of here. Get off my land. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't work. They, they throw a spear at him. Yeah. Um, which isn't great. And they take refuge in a church. Yeah. And you know what? I feel like that we need a touch of uh, subtlety and realism in this film. So Hocus Pocus the woman gets introduced. Yeah. This is my house. Allow me to introduce myself. I am Credence Leonor Gilgood of ancient druid origins. She's great. I will be referring to her as every female vampire name I can think of. Oh, she's pretty she's pretty good. She says, Hey, drink this weird stuff. Sure. <laughs> What's wrong with her? Nothing. Here, drink this. Okay. And then the other best moment of the movie. Uh, yeah, best. she she turns into a fucking cabbage, and the fucking derp trolls eat her. And uh, yeah, David Yost has a couple of things to say about this. They're eating her, and then they're going to eat me. Had you seen that before this film? No, I hadn't seen any of this oh before. Oh my god, that's amazing! It's fucking great. It was, it was yeah. just. I can't. There are just times when you're purely happy, <laughs> you know, happy to be alive. Yeah. yeah. Now Grandpa Rhino appears to the wrong person, implying that nothing else happened that entire day. Actually, thinking about it, Timmy's happy to sleep in the room, um, so that he can talk to his dead grandpa. Sure, let's enable that. <laughs> I didn't see any issues with that. No, that's fine. Well, not with this grandpa okay. anyway. I fucking love this man. <laughs> Billy does ask, well, Timmy does ask his, um, it's Joshua, but I'm calling him Timmy yeah. because that's why I call children. Um, he asks his grandpa, how come you don't appear to someone in the house with some power or credibility? No. <laughs> Shut up. Definitely not doing that. <laughs> Fucking kid. Shut up, Tim. Telling me my business. Well, they He's just don't, they don't listen to a single word grandpa yeah. says, says grandpa. That's why yeah, he... she got with her good for nothing husband. That's it. He gives the example of her marrying a man he didn't like. Therefore, yeah. they will definitely not believe me, an actual ghost, about <laughs> the terrifying trolls in town. That yeah. bitch. <laughs> Damn hussy. Grandpa. Yeah. So, yes, the next morning. Oh, my God. I just realized how out of sequence this is, because this is definitely implied to be the first morning. But all of the David Yost stuff happened during the day. Amazing. Oh, uh, so, yeah. They get oh. there and it's like, what's for what's for breakfast, honey? He says to his wife. Oh, I don't know. We didn't check for any supplies when we got here, and uh, you. Um, we didn't bring any either. Your, yeah, and your son pissed all over everything yesterday, so <laughs> we got nothing. Absolutely nothing. We got oh. milk, but it just does this, and then they demonstrate. <laughs> it's all it's all curdled milk. It's gross. Yeah, that's no good. No, yeah. Yeah, no idiot would drink that. Imagine trying to lure someone into drinking that. <laughs> Pathetic. Meanwhile, the, the same realization has been happen has happened with friend number two in. Um, yeah. In the caravan. Yeah. And he goes off to get supplies. And a cop picks him up. Hey, you hungry? Take this green ball of whatever the fuck. Yeah. Oh, sure. Like, I'll nibble it, I guess. Oh, it's delicious. Delicious green stuff. <laughs> oh, yum, yum, yum. He arrives at the store. Yeah. Where all the men are having a, all the men in town are having a standathon outside because they're yeah. very good at luring people in. Yeah. <laughs> um, unfortunately, the shop only sells more lumpy milk. Yeah. But they do have in stock another fucking crazy guy, which I write long before I find out that that was actually a mental patient. Yeah. <laughs> a mental health hospital patient. Well, then you're just accurate. I was just accurate in my assumption, as I always am. Can't help it if you're just offensively accurate the whole time. <laughs> That's how I am described. <laughs> Can I help you? Coffee. There's no coffee here in Nilbog. It's the devil's drink. 
eggs. Yes, but coffee is the devil's drink, so he's not getting any of that. Oh, no. People who don't like coffee can't be trusted. Mark Zuckerberg? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Do you know what? Even if he did like coffee poor, I'd make an exception. I'm taking you down. Do something about it. Don't. Do something. Oh, God, he's doing everything yeah. about it. Oh, no, that was a di- no, 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 no. That was a different sentence aimed at someone else. Yeah, and as the dream starts to become more aware of uh, this this boy, he... Yeah. Uh, well, he goes to he... leave, right? And, mm. and someone says, hey, your friend had a message for you. What, Arnold? Yeah, Harold. Uh, he said meet him at the uh, the creepy house. Okay. Did he say where he's been? No, I've not actually talked to him. Oh, okay. That house? Yeah, yeah, that house. Yeah. Great. The one, the one with lightning striking it. And yeah, so he, he goes in and there's a very amusing sequence where um, he finds out he's a plant now and um, has to drag him out. And uh, his his friend Billy, whatever the fuck, uh, looks r- just really impatient and angry that he's being dragged out so slowly. Um, yeah, and eventually it doesn't work. And uh, The witch gets and him cra- and chucks him across a room and that's the last you'll hear of him. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. At this stage, um, Timmy and his dad does arrive in town. Do arrive in town. Yeah. They they does arrive. They does arrive. Um, the dad busies himself with some great literature, and Timmy suddenly <laughs> catches sight of a mirror. Bog, his goblin spelled backwards. This is their kingdom. It's ingenious because it makes such a great place name when spelled backwards. <laughs> so alluring. Yeah, let's. We're going on vacation again. Neil Bog, Neil Bog. All right. <laughs> Uh, why the fuck kids in your nilbog (laughs) (laughs) ask myself every day (laughs) the answer nilbog so he sneaks into the local church where father randy savage is preaching about how gross meat is yeah in my flesh i mean all that stinking disgusting meat hamburgers steaks the steak sausages and hot dogs Sold by the side of the road. The stink of smoked carcasses. They get revealed to be goblins in disguise. Yeah, Yeah, looking way more convincing as humans than as goblins. Yeah, those disguises are uh, incredible. We had to put the you had to put the work into the disguise when your own when your own skin looks so unbelievable. It's kind of like us, Paul. Paper mache piece of fuck. You know how we refuse to believe in the other's existence. Prove it, mate. Fucking prove it. I can't. I can't prove it. Kid starts screaming, and luckily Steve Martin dad is outside. Um, <laughs> so he rushes in, and the kid explains that they're monstrous beings, dad. <laughs> Daddy, they're goblins. Monstrous beings. What? And Nilbog is goblin spelled backwards. God damn it, Ted the Goblin. Didn't I say that was too obvious? <laughs> Should have called it Clort. Because <laughs> we're not trolls. And people can't prove that. And that doesn't spell trolls backwards, so that would have been great. It spells yeah. trolk. <laughs> no, I'm doing so a Welsh thing. Yeah, I know you are. <laughs> Troch. Clort. <laughs> he does at this stage, the dad does spot the family he swapped houses with. And it's very rare you get to look at the menacing strangers you met earlier and say, what are you doing here? You should be at my house. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently their answer is uh, is enough for the dad. Well, no, the, the dad does start to, he's starting to wonder. Why things yeah. be so crazy? Uh, and and they back away very very slowly until they're no longer in the room and uh, can't be got by the goblins. Which is a classic tactic for trying to get away from these goblins. <laughs> we believe you, but we are also leaving. You know, Uma Thurman did also menace Billy the Blue Ranger with a chainsaw. It's a busman's holiday for us. <laughs> yeah, 
he seems to not mind it and is actually kind of tickled by the chainsaw. So that's a nice yeah. change because nobody in the Texas Chainsaw music uh, movies, musicals, Jesus. Musical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> None of them like anything. So it was nice to see someone yeah, Christ. just happy. Just enjoy something. Yeah. I mean, anything. I mean. Other than bashing people's brains in. Yeah. Um, I mean, speaking of enjoyment, the, the movie turns into Midsommar for a while. And yes. Because uh, <laughs> the, <laughs> the whole oh, village shows yeah. up. The whole village have shown up. Shown? Showed. Showen. Showen up. Showed it. <laughs> Show it. They've showed it up. Um, and they managed to beat them here and prepare a tremendous amount of food. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, no, we, we had all these anyway. These are just in our cars. Oh, um, look, there's cake with green on it. There's bread with green on it, and there's cake with red on it. <laughs> oh, right. God. I was suspicious of you, but now you've all turned up unannounced at my house with green food. I'm kind of on board. Yeah. But they're <laughs> goblins, Daddy. All right, Timmy. We've had enough of this. Timmy goes to try and contact Grandpa Seth, but there's yeah. um there's nothing in the mirror for him except for Elvira the Vampire, a rubbish goblin, and a kick-ass tune. <laughs> Grandpa! Grandpa Seth! Come quick! <laughs> The cork synthesizer demo. <laughs> but Grandpa does show up to cut off Morticia's hand. And uh, yeah, has a lovely smile for him as he does this. And now it's time for Timmy to commit arson. Thanks, Ghost Grandpa. Yeah. You've got the best <laughs> ideas. But he but he doesn't commit arson. He commits... Pyro... Carson. But <laughs> if, if that guy was a car... If, or Parson, if he was a different religious man. Yeah. <laughs> that'll, that'll do for me. It's better than anything I yeah. could have come up with. I'm still on holiday. I'm quite happy with this. Father Ray Cyrus comes out. and um, <laughs> Yeah, he tries to stop, uh, stop him setting fire to the house. Um, and he banishes Grandpa back to hell. <laughs> yeah. But oh shit, Grandpa managed to set him on fire first. Fuck yeah, Grandpa. <laughs> nice one. You're my best Grandpa. <laughs> and the dad comes out and it's like, well, you've really done it this time, Timmy. You've set fire to a member of the clergy. Go straight to your room. <laughs> oh, gee. <laughs> And then very, very quickly becomes obvious that they're goblins. Yes, because they just say so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, we are goblins, so um, you might uh, want to go hide. Yeah, you've killed one of us uh, goblins, so, you know, yeah. now one of you will die. Everybody stand perfectly still and stare at them until they've managed to back out of the crowd. <laughs> and it works again. Yeah. Now it's a siege. Because, yeah, it's siege tactics, everyone. Motherfuckers. <laughs> goblins um, throw them a bag of green rolls and say, it's easy if you eat these. We don't want to We don't want to kill you um, violently because yeah. your blood kill will get in violently. the meat and we'll have to soak you in vinegar for a day. There's sandwiches for tonight in here. It will go easier if you eat them. You'll make our work easier. Otherwise... We'll be forced to kill you violently. I just love eat these sandwiches or we'll kill you violently. Yeah. <laughs> All right, oh, Mum. Jesus. But it's terrible because they don't even have enough weapons to defend themselves. Do something, Elliot. The fucking boyfriend <laughs> character who's definitely yeah. going to be the one to save them. Showed up six minutes ago. Memorable character third friend is still in the Winnebago watching television. Oh, fuck. And Elvira appears dancing seductively with some corn. Yeah. She's playing a very saucy and subtle game. You want, won't you fuck me? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Here's it's... some corn. <laughs> Whatever, mate. <laughs> I, I really don't care about the corn now. Oh, that's a shame because I'm really going to keep up this aesthetic and sort of theme as we uh, continue to yeah. make out. Uh. They genuinely lit literally get covered in popcorn. <laughs> and um, then we're back back in the house, probably. Yep. Meanwhile, at the siege... <laughs> 
Yeah, it's been a while, isn't it? Says says one of the goblins. Yep, and in spite of the fact they haven't barricaded anything, they have managed to put up a pretty sweet looking seance. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> it. They go to seance because they've got to get in touch with Grandpa Seth. Outside, the uh, the goblin trolls are getting pretty impatient. Let's show them we're still here by storming the house. No, I'm just going to shoot this gun I've got. Yeah. Oh, you got a gun. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Are you going to use that um, later? No. We're going to become trolls again and chase people with spears. Yeah. Grandpa does not show up. Goblins do. And the whole thing's ruined Fuck. now. Oh, no, Grandpa does show up, and there will be points on that later. But the goblins uh, show up too. Yes. The kid's on his own again, except for Grandpa. The kid is given a, a final secret weapon, a double bologna sandwich. Um, oh, yeah, that's it. Grandpa disappears. The whole family shows up, and Timmy has to say, isn't it obvious? Only the power of good can defeat the monsters, so let's all touch this stone. <laughs> the Stonehenge stone. <laughs> the Stonehenge magic stone, <laughs> as it's right. called. She's from Stonehenge, by the way. Yep, it's like Halloween 3. Yeah. You wouldn't believe how hard it was to get it here. I really wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, so they all touch the stone. One of the trolls' uh, goblins falls off a balcony. Someone's eye explodes, and they've won the day. Elvira <laughs> right. goes back to hell with Grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> And they and they chill for a bit. Yeah. But then they yeah. go. But then they go back home and they yeah. all go their separate ways. It's like the end of uh, Return of the King. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very much like Return of the King. I have to pass by the office. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Frodo. Now I must stop by the office. <laughs> Got some photocopying that I need to get picked up. A lot of emails that I've missed during this adventure. <laughs> From Brian. And his shit. <laughs> he sends amusing ones. <laughs> the, the boy Timmy and his his mum Julie Haggerty, uh, deranged Julie Haggerty, go yeah. home, and uh, she immediately starts eating apples and staring at him like, uh, yeah, like he's an apple, and uh, <laughs> and and she goes to shower, but no, the yeah. apples, despite not being green, were goblin things as well. Oh no, twist! Grandpa was full of shit, and the power of good isn't worth a damn thing because the trolls are here. Yeah. Yeah, I should have kept eating that bologna sandwich, <laughs> which was, this film's sword shaped like a cock. <laughs> the kid screams as the trolls eat his mum the end. Do you want some, Joshua? <laughs> Paul, what did you make of that? That was amusing. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was really uh... good. <laughs> it, it 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 was as close to Breen, I think, as, as mm. we're gonna get without actually watching Breen. It was a good midpoint between sort of Manos and Breen, I think. Yeah, sort of incorporating elements of the inexplicable nature of Breen with the uh, just sheer lack of production quality of Manos. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a heady mix, Paul. And ba- the the acting of both. Yeah, I think I think the characters here were pretty Breeny. Um, mm. and the, the 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 performances you know the just crazed staring of the mum and yeah. the, the the dad <laughs> who just had these the weirdest ideas and <laughs> just came out with the, the craziest stuff said in the most sincere way yeah um the the daughter who was oh she's reading amazing. like teleprompter yeah yeah she was fantastic but she was leaning into it as well a lot like you know they can't stand oh. you it, 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 it was one of those moments when I just had to check that I was still alive and not in heaven because this was <laughs> yeah. perfectly ludicrous. And yeah, I yeah I, I really did enjoy it. As with all these things, there's about 20 minutes there where I think, oh, this could have been seven. This could have done with being 70 minutes. But yeah. th- there's always a bit in these movies where they have to like stretch it out a bit to make yes. it a uh, yeah. feature length. And it's just a few moments where it kind of loses its uh, it just stops being incredibly crazy and hilarious yeah well it, it's that standard thing with bo- with uh, so bad they're good movies they were not designed to be comedies in spite of what yeah. some people say um yeah. and so there are moments where it just sort of tediously shifts towards uh really boring competency 
But yes. for the most part, I would say that this has that wonderful thing that the great bad movies really do, which is that it's an almost impossible to acclimatize to. Once you get used to the fact that everybody's delivery is absolutely fucking crazy. What now? Now we're we're just experiencing the weirdest plot point you've ever seen. And now we have yeah. a dance sequence for no reason. And it's the most underwhelming dance sequence you've ever yeah. seen in your entire goddamn life. And now the dad is here and he's yelling about something. And we don't know why. <laughs> and now the grandpa's here smiling like a madman. And it's... Grandpa. Oh God, it's just it's wonderful, you know. It's it's yeah. It keeps surprising you with the things it can't do. Yes, um, I think it ended up being quite a transcendent experience, um, <laughs> in that respect. Mm. Um, I think the despite the fact that it was written by uh, an Italian who had very mm. a very shaky grasp of English, it wasn't yes. the the dialogue that was untranslatable. It was the tone. <laughs> like not not the tone of the movie, but just the, all the characters, the whole mood, all of them together. Yeah, there was just like it was in, it was impossible, like unfathomable for me to know yeah. what the director was actually going for. Yes, and and it's it's not a language barrier; it's like a, a human barrier. Yeah, and, and it's and it, that's I guess that's that's why it felt like Breen. It was just unknowable for the yeah. most part. It's just I don't know why you, what angle you were coming at this with. Oh, it did have the fantastic dialogue, though. You scared the shit out of me! I'm the victim of a nocturnal rapture. I have to release my lowest instincts with a woman. Yeah. Oh, God. But, I mean, one a very useful and very revealing actual companion film to this is Best Worst Movie, which is a film that the kid who plays Timmy grew up and made. Yes. 19 years later. And is really good. It might be the definitive word on the psychology around best, uh, so bad they're good movies. Okay. Because it really gets into all of the things we discussed, whether or not it's fair to sort of laugh at the movies that have been, you know, functioned by very, what's the word, sincere people who have Mm. nevertheless completely failed in their accomplishments. And, you know, it's about the fan reaction, but it's also about the people who made it. And that's very interesting. The director Fragrasso claims that the audience love it in spite of the critics. So basically the critics thought it was silly and cheap, but the audience got it. And it's like, okay. no, the audience no. also think it's silly and cheap, and that's why they love it. <laughs> yeah. Whilst his wife, uh, Drudy, uh, claims that they meant it to be funny. And you you yeah. can see that this was meant to be a comedy in some scenes. You can see, you know, yeah. the, the, the performances of the vampire lady, you know, is very big and theatrical. And you, you're like, okay, that's meant to be a sort of comedy character and the corn thing. Yeah. But those sequences are not funny for the reasons they no. think. <laughs> no. Crucially. Yeah, it's because they really fucked it up really a lot. And there's this, <laughs> this fantastic moment where the filmmakers actually come to America, to um, LA, I think, in order to attend mm. a screening of Troll 2. And they okay. realize that people are not just laughing at the bits that they claim were meant to be funny. Mm. They're laughing at the bits that were meant to be serious and that the whole audience just sees it as a joke. And yeah. Fagasso just basically goes off on one. He ends up yelling at a bunch of people. Um, at various yeah. conventions, and he's just revealed to be kind of a delusional maniac. <laughs> I read about this. He yeah. uh, crashed a convention and was screaming yeah. at the main, the character, the the actors, and calling them dogs. And yep, he was doing that. Yeah. That's in the movie. <laughs> the footage oh, of him doing God. that's in the movie, and it's um, it's quite something. But it's a shame because, well, sometimes you get a sense of like the cost of this. Like they interview the girl playing the daughter, who really struggled to get auditions after this, and that's a shame. That's sad because. I'd hire her. This is great, you know, but a lot of people wouldn't, and that's a shame. What do you do? You, do you mean genuinely like a good actor? <laughs> I would because have, that's not true. I would find something for her to do, but nevertheless, okay. actually, I feel like I would. I would be reluctant to base casting on previous performances. I would go off of auditions. Yeah, okay. I think. 
True. But um, so it's a shame that that affected her. Other people, like the guy who played the um store clerk who was in a mental yeah. health unit, he attended the sec- yeah. uh the convention, and everybody cheered and applauded him. And he was coming out, and he was saying it was amazing to see that everybody responded to this dumb thing that I did really well. And he yeah. was clearly a very depressed guy, and he said just for once it felt like it wasn't so bad to be me, you know. Ah. And that was really cool. sweet. Then they go to the yeah. actress who played the mum, and she's gone crazy. Oh, okay. She lives with her elderly mother as her primary carer, and she's clearly hearing voices and is delusional. I really hope she got the care she needed after this, because... Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was just a disturbing part of the documentary. She's gone a bit mad. God, well, yeah. that sort of figures. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> God. But yeah. the, the main character is the dad, who is a dentist in his town. And yes. it's a lovely guy, and the whole movie is basically about you are a hero in your town. You don't need the fame and success that this movie, which is only liked ironically, can bring you. Yeah. You know? And that was the focal point of the movie, and that was really sweet that ultimately it was the love he got from his family and his neighbors that really actually meant something. And people ah. who love Troll 2 are not, yeah. your, are not your friends. <laughs> yeah. I, I would say anyone who likes Troll 2 is not any one of our friends. <laughs> I'm nobody's friend now because I enjoy Troll 2. I'm yeah. not good for anyone. But it's good that you know that. Yeah. <laughs> this is a really good film. I really enjoy Troll 2. It's a, it's a yeah. good laugh. It's very special. It's very special. I don't think the director's intended to make it this like this. Um, I think so. And that's why it's, it's, it's so great, I think. Yeah. This, I think, though, is right up there. It really does. It lives yeah. up to expectations. I it has so. many very, very memorable sequences, which let's mention some of them now. Let's quickfire. <laughs> The, the moment that shifted my opinion on this movie or got me like, okay, I'm going to enjoy this was the mother monologue when she comes in. And in addition to explaining all the people who are mourning, um, the grandpa yeah. just goes on for a bit and it's just such dead-eyed delivery. Grandpa Seth has remained in all our hearts, but you must banish him from your mind. But he's so real. That's enough. Try to go to sleep. We're going on a vacation tomorrow. A month in the country will do us all good. Yeah. It's just one. Apparently the scripts were like delivered on the day of filming and what they were instructed to just read it verbatim. So yeah, it's okay. it's got that perplexed rabbit in a headlight effect <laughs> that is really good. That explains a lot. <laughs> um God, yeah. Like the whole the whole beginning um from mm. Timmy going, A goblin and his uh, and the grandpa says crazy, Jared Harris smile yeah. and nod. Um, the angel delight sort of thing that is fed to thirty-five-year-old George. Uh, the but the the way he's being fed this bowl of greed angel delight, and he's he's just gulping it down and staring up at this lady who's actually a goblin. It was really yeah. creepy. It was, it was gross, <laughs> Gl- gluttonous. Ugh. One little bit of incompetence there that I really liked was the kid says a goblin. And Grandpa smiles and nods. And we cut to him not meeting a goblin, but a beautiful woman who is revealed to be a goblin. But for a moment, it's yeah. just like, well, wait, was he wrong? What was yeah. that smile to me? <laughs> that smile, you fucking idiot, Timmy. <laughs> no, not at all. Not even a little bit. I really enjoyed Elliot's reaction to getting kicked in the nuts. Like, she goes off on mm. a very memorable... You know what? I'm going to say all of the acting in the daughter scene. The daughter's first scene with yep. the boyfriend is fucking superb. You trying to turn me into a homo? Wouldn't it be too hard? If my father discovers you here, he'd cut off your little nuts and eat them. He can't stand you. <sighs> but Beautiful. yeah, his reaction to getting kicked in the nuts was uh, very amusing. In, in the fairy tale at the beginning, the kid appears in it to ask the grandpa something. And I liked mm. that. I actually liked yes, that. Yes, that was unusual. 
Made me think of spaced. All right. Well, if you're going to go with something that actually genuinely works, I'll do the same. The effects oh. of tr- like plants growing out of Timmy's hands is pretty gross yes. in the car. Yeah. Like, it was upsetting. It was a fairly gory little effect. And a lot of this did remind me of the kind of hardcore badass horror movies that were made for kids in the 80s. Yeah. Like genuinely disturbing imagery. I yeah I, I really liked that. I pretty disgusting. And it was <laughs> as as ever. Prosthetics always look yeah, great. Absolutely. Um, and one little addendum is immediately after he wakes up and he's like, "They're trying to eat me." And the sister turns around and says, "Who wants you, you little brother?" Yeah. <laughs> great. Yeah. Just s- some of the lines and reactions of Joshua, the mm. the boy Timmy. Yeah. were unreal um the the first scene when the mum comes in and she she's chastising him for telling the same tale of granddad appearing and talking yeah. about goblins and he goes i know mommy i told you it would never happen again but you see and then he carries on talking and if my kid ever said but you see as a sort of <laughs> preface to <laughs> a statement yeah. i must tell you heretofore just yeah in the <laughs> oven um Gosh, just everything about that opening sequence in the house, the way the dad's yeah. sprawled across the sofa. <laughs> so casual. Fuck me. It's it's... Just, just sexu- raw sexual energy, Paul. Oh, it's wonderful. It's really powerful. He is a powerful man. He's such an oddly <laughs> shaped man. He's like Jake Busey or something. He's just... <laughs> yeah. Or Gary Busey, the more popular Busey. I could have gone with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're, we're about the underdogs, Paul. <laughs> Absolutely. Jake Busey. That's one good underdog. thing. One good thing. <laughs> one Jake Busey thing. Um, look, whilst we're talking about this guy, I'm just going to say hunger pains. Yep. What are you going to do to me, Daddy? Tighten my belt by one loop so I don't feel hunger pains. And your sister and mother will have to do likewise. <laughs> what a bizarre notion. Nobody's yeah. ever thought about that as a thing. Why would that yeah. work? Um, and why can't they figure out something else to eat for dinner? It's just yeah. the, the the dreamlike logic of it. Yeah. It's just so amazing where a character doesn't think about anything related to their humanity until the next time they are on screen. And yeah. everyone's just been in like a stasis mode since then. It's just fantastic. Oh, God, yeah. It is the level of uh, ridiculousness of like a... A Will Ferrell character or something yeah. like that. It's 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 like in Anchorman that would be quite funny. Yes, <laughs> but this is just meant to be a dad <laughs> <laughs> being earnestly upset about his bad son. Yeah, yeah. Oh Christ! In the car um, mm. before all the singing, I think. Um, oh no 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 no! It's it's after the dream when mm. uh, she says he's trying to eat your little brother, and then the mum goes. Speaking of eating, do you want some? And she holds a, a sandwich to him. Yeah. And uh, when Timmy says no thanks, the look the mum gives him, and then the sandwich before she puts it away, it's just it's so it's so incriminating. <laughs> it's just you do this, you come here to me and refuse my sandwich <laughs> on this the day of my car journey. <laughs> but it's just it's just a quick despondent look down to the sandwich, Aww. and it's the dirtiest fucking look a mum could give. <laughs> I love it. Oh, oh god, I would say that in Timmy's room there's some pretty cool drawings of some goblins around yeah. pretty neat looking things it's like maybe this was the <laughs> this was the production design that they came <laughs> up with and they gave it over to the costume person it's like oh yeah i can do that and it's just like made a cardboard <laughs> cut out of that for people to wear on yeah. top of their face <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> when when the granddad says you've got 30 seconds to think of something and he snaps his fingers we get this zoom in on on josh's huh? face yeah. as, he, as he sees his family frozen and it's such a like it may like it makes me think of a cartoon donkey i don't know why <laughs> but but it does. And 
Like, <laughs> yeah. And we spend half of this movie up this kid's nose. So like, <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. The, the, ca- the camera angles we get just tilted <laughs> so we can see see actual yeah. boogers up there. Oh, God. The guys all watching TV together in the Winnebago, and it's like 80s. I mean, this is, uh, you know what? Maybe that scene was meant to be in the evening, but that super looked like uh, Saturday morning television that they were watching. Yeah. So that's what I just came to the conclusion of. But it just looked like a really chill moment. Oh. Just a bunch of lads. You know, in America, Paul, they're so free that they've, there's a channel that's dedicated to breakfast TV 24 oh, 7 that's and you can in- just do that and that's why the chinese are going to beat them yeah they're, they're, they're the roman empire truly <laughs> this is the last days of the roman empire this is all yeah. day games it's just yeah. unsustainable breakfast for dinner you absolute <laughs> you English the all day breakfast no that's that's different though because there is there's no maple syrup <laughs> not a single drop of syrup present <laughs> that's the main difference yeah we just put, we just have black pudding, which is a nightmare made real, and it's fairly tasty. Black pudding is one of the most delicious things. Uh, it's very good in the world. Yeah, in the world, Paul. It has been designed to look like something that will kill anyone on site. Scare off foreigners. Yeah, <laughs> but not a drop of syrup, Paul, and that is the difference between <laughs> us and barbarism. Oh my God, is that finally the answer to America? How do you work? It's just syrup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the 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 clogged up machine of our arteries um <laughs> just trying to process all the, the constant sausage and pig's blood oh god and then just syrup squeezed into it to lubricate <laughs> the cogs and you got yourself an america <laughs> a whole america <laughs> Spe- speaking of america when uh final winnebago kid is left alone and he goes what about the beautiful liberated girls yeah <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> One I'm not sure about, and I would love to create a YouTube compilation of bizarre, out-of-place, suddenly-a-character-is-dancing-for-no-reason sequences in 80s movies. And this one might have the best one. It's the daughter is in her room. It's the one that starts with the fucking Batman um, eyes. Yeah, it's it's superb. It's the worst dance you've ever seen in your life. A lot of shoulder action, and it's just a nightmare, and I love it. I really love it. It's wonderful and awkward. I have heard that various pieces of music in this were just demo like yeah. sounds from the Casio keyboards that they had or the synthesizers that they just played at different speeds. legit cork synthesizer and uh, yeah i heard this i just it made me laugh because when i was a kid i had a casio keyboard and the demo was um wake me up before you oh go, that's amazing and just think of that just fucking te- <laughs> uh, at quarter speed we had a weird disco version of um beethoven's uh ninth <laughs> Yeah, Ode to Joy specifically. Whilst the background, it was like a. It's just a bizarre thing. Why did you do this to us, Casio keyboard? So it could have just been button mashing on their cork, but I actually liked the moment. Like in the context of a motivational dance, it was a really cute, a cute little thing. Look, I've got a soft spot for beautiful women doing terrible dances, and this definitely ticked that that box. It's very humbling, I find. It sounds niche, but it's not as niche as you think. Not as niche as you think. There's a lot of websites. It's true. Dedicated solely to that. And also beautiful people can just get away with whatever the fuck they want. So it's... Yeah. It, remember Rock and Roller? That sort of Jared Butler and... Um, oh, was it yeah. Zoe Sal- No, it wasn't Zoe Saldana. It's... it's um, was it... Tandy Newton? Yes. I think it was. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Again. Yes. Beautiful people dancing badly. Love it. 
fucking love that. <laughs> love that um, shit. I love the idea of the grandpa getting the wrong room. It's just a really <laughs> silly like yeah. contrivance, but... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whoops. Whoopsie. The makeup is really bad, but it's really a rough idea that the, uh, Billy, the Blue Ranger, has plants growing through him. Why did that happen to him and not anyone else who all just turned into cabbages? Who the fuck knows? But it was, yeah, it was really gross, the idea of having trees like growing out of you and through you. Yeah, the bit of bark over his mouth, there's something about it which is really yeah. chunky and gross. Oh yeah, okay, so back to the moment when Grandpa Seth freezes the family and we get Joshua's yeah. brilliant face. Um, mm. When he gets up, on, he's about to get up on the table, he, he's like going, I, I must, I must. Again, just <laughs> just a horrible child of the corn. He's a horrible child. And, uh, and then there's a close-up on his flies and he sort of goes to zip and he's reaching inside his jeans and then it's hard cut to the mum yeah. scraping the pissed on food into the bin. <laughs> Which is just a wonderful bit yeah. of uh, cinematography there. <laughs> it's visual storytelling at its best. It really is. Speaking of which, I really like it when Timmy is spying on the church meeting and the guy just reaches up and grabs his face. Yeah. And it, he's then got his hand on his face for just a bit too long as the kid's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and then it cuts hard to the dad outside who just about hears something. And it's just really yeah. fucking gold. Like it, it, it lingers too long on his face so yeah. that you know it did start to hurt him. <laughs> Beautiful. We use all of it. Yeah. Realism. <laughs> when the lady uh, that is with Billy the Blue Ranger starts puking up the green slime, that looked really unpleasant. Because she, yeah. she, she, she looks pain. She looks like she's. she. It, it's really hurting to throw this up. And Yeah. I thought you were talking about the other woman, the woman who uh, gets Billy the Blue Ranger. But no, you're right. When she's oh, no, throwing but... up, it is awful, and she does put a lot into that performance. Yeah, yeah, it's great. And then obviously, there's the next, the next bit, the best, one of the best bits of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> they're eating her, and then yeah. they're gonna eat me. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff of legend. It just, really is. Yeah. It's up there oh. with Garbage Day. It's just. <laughs> okay, I li- really love the line. We need time for some things to happen. But also coming off of your line, sorry, uh, your one, I really did think that Elvira, you know, the vampire lady, I, she's got a really mm. rubbish real name, but um, not real name, like character name. Uh, cre- credence. Credence, but it's like double E and then double E again uh, after the D. Credence. Clearwater Revival. <laughs> she had some really good makeup effects, I thought. Very simplistic, just white, but often she looks really freaky, like a character yeah. from Dario Argento's Suspiria. You know, just like uh, weird okay. dry lips and like cuts. So I don't know, it looked like her mouth had been sewn shut, but she tore it open. It was, oh, yeah, yeah. And it was a very committed performance from her. And I felt like she was one of the very few performances which that's when she saw herself on the screen, that's exactly what she put out. Yeah. <laughs> she wasn't surprised. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's what I yeah. did. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that's what I was doing. Yeah. Yeah. Your point. <laughs> Okay, when the, the dad, they're outside the, the convenience store and the dad goes, we have to wait and be patient and immediately takes out and starts reading a vegetable cookbook and is so engrossed in it <laughs> yeah. that he well, is so, no longer aware of his son. So engrossed, but also looks just vaguely upset with it. Like He's just reading it and he's just like, he's really <laughs> confused about it for some reason. Like this is a novel new idea to him. Yeah. What? <laughs> wait, where'd you, where, where'd you put the bacon in? Oh. <laughs> There was some really trippy editing around uh, Elvira getting her hand cut off. And then, because she's a troll, hand gets cut off. Yeah. 
then the glass like reforms and then breaks mm. on the other side and it was just a kind of really expressive kind of dramatic moment that worked mm. effectively there's there's a hard cut at one point in the movie to credence just mm. in their house and she she's grabbing um timmy's mum on it by the shoulder and she turns yeah. around and screams yeah and, it, and there's just the way that is put together and what that suggests is just yeah. it had me reeling up even after her crazy reaction just yeah. why is she, how did she get in what was creed what was the mum doing <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's unbelievable yeah. um i'll have both of grandpa's smiles first when he cuts off the troll's hand and he gets both uh, of them, yeah, he they cuts off the troll's hands and he gives Billy a little smile. And then later <laughs> yeah. on when he, he shows up to punch a troll or a goblin. Yeah. And then just turns and gives him another little smile. Yeah. It's just it's just the best. Oh god, I love it. And there's a real pause before that second one. Yes, there really is. <laughs> oh yeah, when Credence is in the house with the mum and she says, I hope you would enjoy one of my traditional recipes. Uh, it's hard cut to this horrible looking cake with welcome milk oh, and green, yeah. green icing. <laughs> love it. Uh, and it just Oh, what a great hard cut. <laughs> the way the priest screams when he's on fire was pretty funny. Yep. <laughs> Big fan of that. Big fan of that guy in general. He was, oh, he's great. He was he, again, stellar. him and Elvira, I think he was the other guy where it's like, yep, that was the tone I went for. Yeah. One interaction between the sister and Elliot um, later on. It's either me or your friends. I don't understand. And she fucking clocks him, <laughs> just smacks him in the face. Yeah, that was great. Understand now? <laughs> she was, she what a great character she was. I really respect that. <laughs> Why are you telling me to get rid of my friends? They were fine. Dicks. Um, <laughs> if you invited a, a romantic partner on holiday and, he show, and they showed up with three of their mates, you might. <laughs> a romantic holiday with your parents. Hey, they can still go out in the woods and fuck. You know how teenage holidays worked. That's true. That's true. The parents pretend they don't know, but they know. Oh, they know. Come on. They know all about it. When they're in the house in the siege, they're like, how do we contact the grandpa? And the sister's like, But how do we get him to come? By holding a seance, maybe? You're a genius, big sister! Are you trying to normalize the line from earlier? <laughs> yeah. The mother line. Are you trying to make it? Yeah, you see, people talk like this. Because it's people... just madness. Look, we wrote it, therefore people talk like this. <laughs> I talk like this. Isn't that right, wife? <laughs> and you're my wife and I'm your husband. <laughs> the uh, the granddad, granddad Seth and little Timmy are outside yeah. the house looking in at the, the midsummer going on. And uh, the granddad goes, <laughs> we must move quickly to put out the fire. And, and Timmy goes, what fire? And the granddad just slowly lifts a Molotov <laughs> cocktail into screen, yeah. into frame. <laughs> I love how corporeal the grandpa was. Just holding yeah. a fire extinguisher and it's fully visible to Billy Ray Cyrus, priest. Yeah. Fuck me. So when they're doing the seance and the grandpa talks, the boyfriend um, says, That's the voice of your grandpa? Yes. <laughs> oh. Okay. Oh. Yes, okay, the moment in the seance where they go to the mother's like, uh, Timmy, are you okay? And a troll lifts its head up instead. I still don't get mm. what the fuck that was about, but it was pretty creepy. It got me. Yeah. Yeah, I thought Timmy was a troll for a second there, but he yeah. wasn't. <laughs> the dad had a hilarious way of running upstairs. <laughs> he has to run yes. upstairs, and he just does so with uh, all the physicality of a madman. Um, <laughs> of a dad. All right, my final thing is I will say, in this movie's favor, the final moment, and it's baffling. If they're trying to make a comedy or any kind of movie, is baffling you end <laughs> on this. I found yeah. it really affecting when the kid's watching his mum get eaten. I thought that was yeah. like his best acting moment in the film is when he's just like, um, Mommy? 
They're eating my mummy. Yeah. Like the dialogue is still yeah. dreadful, but he sold yeah. it. I was kind of on yeah. board with him, and it was sad and a rough way to end your movie. Yeah, and it looked gross. It did look gross. They had like a weird vegetable uh, stand-in for the mum, which still had breasts, which was yeah, it was obscene. It's Italians, and that's really it, Italians indeed. But it's also distressing the idea that you know your your caregiver, your mum, is now just a yeah. crude joke by an Italian film yeah. man. Yeah, <laughs> that's a troubling idea. Um, it, it definitely is and by I, like, I feel like I, sh- I should have uh, not just said Italians I mean Italian exploitation directors <laughs> specifically <laughs> well, they're, all, they're all like that they're all Italian they're all exploitation directors if you go over there you met Ellen very much got the uh, personality of an exploitation filmmaker of the 1980s everyone says that about her she's a Venn diagram just a circle <laughs> that's about it for us we did not ask the OG team sorry about that OG team whoops sorry whoopsie daisy next time um, let's do the one better thing the one better thing uh for me it would be uh 1992's peter jackson's brain dead mm. uh, or oh, yeah, dead alive yeah. yeah uh a bad man called lionel whose mother gets bitten by a rat monkey hybrid uh, not long after he starts courting paquita and tries to carry on as if everything's normal and things very her decline and literal deterioration flooding in all kinds of scrapes talking about this yeah and, oh. and, and it's it is insanely gory, extremely funny, um, in in a, in a way that I think Taika Waititi has made quite um, like New Zealand quite famous for now. Mm. I think the same same kind of button down irreverence, and yeah. uh, it's it's everything that I think this film hoped to be. Mm. It's it's truly amazing. If you haven't seen it by now, please please watch it. Yeah, it's, it's really it's good. It's a sight to behold. It really is, and it's just a bizarre sort of early sort of indication of where Peter Jackson's career was going to go in terms of his fondness for excess and big scale because my god the climax of that movie is just ambitious beyond belief yeah it's it's immense it really is immense oh boy and there's every trick under the sun being used in it yeah for my one better thing I'm going to recommend a Bruno Mattai movie that fucking uh, Fugaccio uh, what's his name Dirk Strongly Dirk Strongly Um, the Brit man (laughs) fucking wrote um, and Bruno Mattai directed. And I'm going to recommend Hell of the Living Dead, okay. uh, the poster for which I'll just quickly share with you. It's pretty great and uh, really bespeaks the oh, effort that nice. uh, they put into this movie. Yeah, sort of attempt to cash in. There were a bunch of um, terrible uh, zombie movies of the 1980s in the wake of Dawn of the mm. Dead, um, of which this is very, very obvious a ripoff of. Yeah. Um, just scene for scene in some instances, but it's got terrible acting, an awful dub job, um, really cheap effects. It's just mm-hmm. cheesy and gloriously bad. And Rats, Night of Terror, is also that. And yet also is kind of an affecting post-apocalypse movie uh, in a way that kind of works. The final se- the final yeah. image really stays with you, but it does also still have terrible acting and special effects and all the things that you'd hope for. So yeah, if you're looking for Perfect. a way into this dark and disturbing world, that or anything by Franco Nero will pretty much do you right. <laughs> you slags, go on. <laughs> slags. And that'll do it. That'll do for the one better thing. The one better thing. Cool. Yeah. All right, Paul. How can people find out about the newly renewed and refreshed and revitalized one one good thing? Thank you so yeah. Thank you so much for everybody's patience. Uh, yeah. Whilst I took some much needed time off, uh, we're back. We're bigger than ever. My balls are already out, and they're not going to go back in. 
<laughs> not even if you ask. No. So, uh, yeah, thanks again to everyone for listening. We mm. have uh, Twitter and Facebook, uh, OGT Pod. You can send us an email at gmail at OGTPod at gmail.com. We've had some really lovely ones recently. We also have a Patreon where for as little as a dollar a month you can get ex- exclusive content, access to content mm. that is exclusive um, and we are allowing <laughs> you access to. Access. <laughs> And uh, we have recorded the D&D roulette. Uh, yeah. That, uh, we promised after reaching $75 uh, milestone. It yeah. turned out really fucking well. Oh, it's, my God. It's uh, in the process of editing. Yeah. Cannot wait to share this with everybody. And yeah. Maybe even put a little teaser at the end of an episode soon just to... Yeah. Uh, just to teaser. show you non-patrons what, what you're missing out on. Mm. Uh, yeah, we we have merch available, which is fantastic, and uh, I imagine. And uh, just a little thank you for everybody who's been amazing so far. Uh, one last note I'd like to end on is that I would like to express enormous gratitude for Katie Maiden, Ellen Graham, and Jen Blundell, who all filled in mm. for the last couple of weeks on the uh, OGT and on the Patreon it's yeah it was really fantastic and yeah thank you all very much for <sighs> filling in for goodman's hefty shoes and shorts they're so much better than me is the problem <laughs> just stuff in those shorts I'll, I'll do what i can <laughs> do what you can and we've all got something to aspire to now do you want to announce the change of days oh yes good point mm. um so after this episode which will be released on the usual tuesday yep. uh, usual tuesday it's uh, we have decided to move the episode release day back one to yes. wednesday um <laughs> it just suits us suits my schedule a little bit more uh yeah. it means the editing process can be a little yeah. uh, a little more stress-free and yeah it keeps these episodes coming out coming uh, out. more sounding like i've got my balls out as promised <laughs> so yeah um thanks again for all your patience and understanding and mm. for being awesome and yeah keep keep living the ogt lifestyle every wednesday now and thank each and every one of you for just doing whatever it is you're doing right now yeah sitting on a bus flicking your balls kicking a dog thanks thanks for all of it <laughs> specifically for that thanks guys you're heroes <laughs> I'm, I'm pool hero i'm the hero of pools and remember the one good thing about Trolls 2 is hospitality.